This is Live to Lead Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. Inspiring leaders want to break the excellence barrier by reaching greater heights. They are ready to unlock higher performance by expanding their horizons to capture sustained, desirable outcomes for both business and life application. But there's a problem. Many leaders today are tapped out, immobilized, and feel completely unfulfilled. Why? Because of unnecessary distraction and lack of the right support, leaving them completely off course. Live to Lead offers up the opportunity to gain insight, shift perspectives, and get inspired by listening to stories from everyday leaders just like you. I'm calling each and every one of you out right now to own your bold responsibility to lead powerfully today, tomorrow, and into the future. Are you with me? Good. Let's begin. to episode number 36, New Decade Thinking. It's been a minute, my friend. It's been a minute. I am so sorry. We have been derailed a little bit with a podcast show, uh, October, November, just uh, a blur, but we are back up and at it. And I'm so glad to be here with you right now in this space. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. I hope things have been going fabulous for you. Listen, a new decade is fast approaching. A new year, a new decade. It is time to review your 2019. I am telling you, before you step into a new year, and in our case right now, a new decade, it is so crucial and vital to assess your prior year, right? To assess it and to be able to learn from it before rolling into a new year. So for 2019, I want you to do a few things, or at least I'm encouraging you to do a few things. I would love for you to take the time to review your 2019. What one word can you use to summarize 2019 as it relates to the pain points? And what one word can you use to summarize the good aspects of 2019? Listen, I am really big about how you should want to feel in a new year. And I'm really big about classifying it into a word or a phrase or even two words, right? So let me just kind of share with you a little bit. From my perspective, 2019, I would say the pain points and the wounds of 2019 would be summarized in the word defeat. Yes, 2019 was a very challenging year for me. I made some bold and brave financial decisions and investments that I thought would yield positive outcomes. And guess what? It totally flipped and it compromised my 2019 financial health. It really, really did. But as you know, if you are an entrepreneur or a business person, a leader in your personal life, you know that taking risks are just part of it. It's part of the job. It's what you sign up for, especially as an entrepreneur. So I'm not crying over spilled milk, but I can say that it really was a tough year, a tough year. So I had a lot of challenges in 2019. So my one word could be defeat. Although it's not ending in defeat, I can summarize the pain points and the tough points in that one word. Now on the flip side of it, when I look at my 2019 and the beauty of 2019, I can honestly summarize this word as being thankful. And I know that's a very generic word, but for me, it's so powerful. 
And let me explain why. So in 2019, I really believe that God, and those of you who know me, you know my faith is extremely high. I believe God put me in, I guess it felt like <laughs> a timeout. I don't know. But I feel like I was in a season of silence and I somewhat feel like I'm still in it, but seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You see, for me, I've always been motivated go-getter. I've always been able to rise to the challenge. I've been knocked down and I bounce right back up. But what I didn't realize until 2019 was that I always depended on my own independence. I always depended on my abilities, my skills, my education, my positive attitude, my positive thinking. And so when I would get knocked down, yes, it was frustrating, but I would just rise up and depend on myself. Uh Uh-oh, not in 2019 because I believe that God was like, not today, Kristen. And it was a year, especially towards the end, a year of silence. It was as if God took every tool out of my life toolbox and removed it and just had me in this place that I had to actually surrender and use my faith to be able to get me out of some of the situations that I found myself in in 2019 and frustrating. Wow. Can I just tell you frustrating, like scream from the roof. Oh my God, rescue me. This is just like ridiculous. But I'm telling you, I was so, my word, thankful for this season of silence because I learned to hear from God more. I learned to see things differently. I changed my lenses. I changed my routine. And I was able to go before God with my needs instead of myself. And I'm not going to say that worry and anxiety totally removed from my life in some certain areas. But what I can say is that it is less way less. So those are my two words. What about you? Please take a moment and look at 2019 and see where were your pain points and what word would you use to summarize it? And where was the beauty and what word would you use to summarize that? Listen, before you end a year, you have to be able to take the lessons from it. You have to be able to reflect. You have to be able to do a review. Where did you miss the target? When did you choose not to take action when you were supposed to take action? Or where can you praise and celebrate where you did take action? You see, so many of us are used to winning. We're used to succeeding. So we bulldoze over some of the life lessons or the obstacles, and we don't take the time to reflect and review. So I'm really encouraging you to do that. You see, there were some areas in my 2019 that I did not take action. And because there was a lack of action, it prolonged my misery. It prolonged my pain points. I didn't rise up when I should have. Instead, in some particular areas, I'm not saying all my areas, more on my personal side of things, I just chose to stay comfortably unhappy. How crazy is that? How do you stay comfortably unhappy? Because it was more painful to make a bold, brave move than it was to just stay in the situation and, quote, make it work or hopefully it works or it feels good for now. So I want you to think about that for yourself. Where did you negotiate? Where did you compromise? Where did you not show up in the extraordinary way you could have in 2019? And what are you going to shed in 2019 that you will absolutely, positively not carry with you in 2020? Listen, I'm telling you, in 2019, towards the end, just recently, I had to gut my entire home environment. I am telling you, 
you. Your environments are very, very important. You have to take a peek at your home environment. I, I throw in their car environment. Some of you that really, really know me know that's a big thing. But your car environment, your business professional environment, look at your space. I actually had three different conversations within, I would say, probably last 30, 45 days with people where we actually took and evaluated their environment and we saw the chaos, we saw the clutter, we saw the frustration, and that bleeds into the thinking. So I want you to take a peek at your environment. What needs to be cleaned up before you end this year? For me, again, I gutted everything out. I deep cleaned everything. I prayed over certain rooms. I threw a lot of stuff out all the way down. I laughed with a friend of mine the other day to towels, like to towels. Anything that reminded me of the past, anything that reminded me of an ugly chapter or anything negative, I got rid of. And as I got rid of things that had some negative energy around it. I just took a second and I prayed for the situation. I prayed for the experience. I prayed for the person or the people, just depending on what it was that I was looking at. So I encourage you to do the same thing. Look, our minds can be a battlefield, but also our environments can be just as hazardous. So take the time to look around, shed what you need to shed, clean the clutter, get rid of the chaos, and close 2019 with power, with clarity, with freshness. Freshness, okay? Also, something I would like for you to do is to take some small area within your home space and create your sanctuary. If you don't have a little spot that you call your own where you can just really sit down, reflect, get into that deep thinking space, map out some plans, be creative, then I ask you to create that space for you or to evaluate that space if you already have it because we can't get a hold of what's next if we don't have the ideal space to be able to create. So think about that as well. Also, I want you to think about as you're wrapping up 2019, again, where did you compromise and negotiate? And why did you do it? See, I'm really big on understanding the feeling behind things. In 2020, not only again is a new year, but we're we're facing a new decade. I want you to think about something that you're definitely not going to take with you as it relates to a behavior. For me, I'm not going to negotiate. Now listen, from a business standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, from a faith standpoint, there are times that you want to be able to have healthy compromise, healthy negotiation skills, know when to negotiate. You know, you need to know when to compromise and all of those fun, jazzy things. But I'm talking about values. Once you've clarified your life values, and if you haven't, there is a podcast that shows you how to do that. And I have some uh, resources available for you if not. But what I'm trying to say is don't negotiate your value system. You see, I did that for the last few years of my life and I am now paying for it. Of course, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. But when you start to compromise and you negotiate your value system, you feel kind of cheap inside. You feel kind of betrayed. You feel kind of robbed. Don't do that. If you're known to do that, I'm asking you in this new decade to shed that behavior, get motivated to be strong and to be firm and take a stand for what you believe. Okay, your value system is your compass. It's your internal compass. And it's magnificent. It's magnificent when you stay true true to that. So if you haven't revisited your values, please review your values going into this new decade. 
Whew, I have so much to share with you, but I'm not going to download all of it in this one episode. I do want to tell you that while 2019, <laughs> it's been like a major lesson year, I am so excited to share some of the newness, some of the exciting things that are happening in my life right now. My heart space is unbelievably happy in ways that are just so new for me. And so in order for us to get to those spaces, to get to healthy heart spaces or physical spaces, and let me tell you too, I lost 18 pounds and I feel great and I'm not hardly ever miss gym days, but it's so important for us to guard our hearts and to guard our physical health and to honor our mind, our body, our soul, because in order to feel at our best, we have to optimize to our best, right? Think about that. In order to feel our best, we need to optimize to our best. So what are some behavior changes that you really need to hold on to and start to invite in? You know, for me, once I started to do this whole fitness and and health routine, I was like shedding all of the past, all of the wounds, all of the poor decisions, all of the tough times through, through weight. And I was firming up the new through muscle, right? I know it sounds so crazy, Trine, and maybe I shouldn't drink as much coffee when I roll out these podcasts, but think about that for you. I want you to look at your mind, your body, your soul. You know, for me with my soul, again, it was that season of silence. I really believe it was like a forced time out from God. I learned to surrender. I learned to have great best practices and routine in the morning. I learned to be able to guide and to coach others and to share wisdom because I was seeking that wisdom on a daily basis with my faith and with God. So your mind, your body, your soul. I want you to evaluate those three categories of what it looked like in 2019 and what you're rolling into and how you're going to make those changes for 2020 as you embrace this new decade. Listen, I am going to be only coaching maybe one to two clients per month. I do have two spots available from now until the end of the year of my strategy sessions, we all need help. We all need accountability. We all need power partnering. And if you feel like it's time for you, visit my website at www.kristensmithworldwide.com. I don't want to spend time on the podcast talking about that. It's on the website. But if you're really ready for some massive change, I would invite you to get in on that. Again, only two spots available. But until next time, my friend, I want to encourage you to really do this review of 2019 and really embark upon the amazing amazingness of 2020 that's coming your way. And as always, I love sharing this space with you, catching up with you. And until next time, my friend, be unstoppable.